woman in light welcome back sis to episode four listen y'all already know it goes without saying that i am super excited that you are tuning in right now but not to prolong this intro i want to go ahead and plunge right on into episode four and what it's about okay so the question that i'm going to start this episode off with is Are you really ready for what you prayed about no matter the timing? I feel like that is a very um, important question to ask yourself, especially if you've been standing in great anticipation for something that you feel God has promised you, right? Um, And that now leads me to start diving into text, okay? We're going to focus in on Zacharias. We're going to focus in on Zechariah and Elizabeth. Now, for those of you who do not know who Zechariah is, Zechariah is the husband of Elizabeth, the father of John the Baptist, also referred to as John the Baptizer, and he is also a priest. But not only that, in this stage of the Bible, Zechariah is old, okay? He and his wife are old. And just some backstory, um, Zachariah and his wife, they were trying to have a baby in their younger age, in their younger ages, um, but they weren't able to because Elizabeth was barren. So now to fast forward, Zachariah is older and he's a priest and he is given the sacred uh, job to burn incense in the temple of the Lord as an offering unto God, where he is now approached by an angel who is now telling him that the prayer he's he's been praying for with his wife um, some years ago is now getting ready to come to pass because he is going to conceive a boy child whom he is to name John. So listen, that's where this question is stemming from. This question is coming from uh, Zachariah's experience. Zachariah being old and being told by Um, an angel of God named Gabriel that he is to conceive a child with his old wife, Elizabeth, okay? Um, And what transpired through that whole thing, right? Because oftentimes when we're not ready for something to happen that we probably done prayed about some years ago and we're just like, okay, it wasn't answered, so it is what it is. Let me move on to another phase in life. Let me you know, let me keep pressing forward. Like it's, it's not, God's just not going to answer it. Right. Well, all, while all along God is like, well, no, no, it's not that I'm not answering it is that it's not the appointed time for me to answer that prayer. Right. So my pastor has this thing where he's always saying delay does not mean denial. And I feel like this is a great example of that very saying, because oftentimes we can position ourselves to pray for something at a, at a point in life. And because it doesn't get answered right then and there, we automatically assume that God's not going to answer it ever. But then not realizing that maybe that wasn't the right time. Maybe we were ahead of the game with our prayer to God that God is like, uh-uh, no, nope, we're gonna have to pump the brakes on this prayer right here because I have something else in store for you in this season. And we're gonna just postpone this prayer that you've been praying for some for some time ahead. Okay. That's that's exactly what Zachariah and and Elizabeth 
is going to experience throughout the scripture that we are going to plunge into today during this episode. So, um, so with that backstory that I had just given, I am going to be taking text from the book of Luke in chapter one, starting at verse eight, ending at verse 20. And we're just going to kind of see how things unfold, um, what was done, because there's going to be some more questions, okay? And I can already foresee it happening because I have them right now and I'm trying to spill all the beans at once, but I'm really containing myself because I really want you guys to really grab a hold of what is being said throughout this message because the overall thing for us is to just sometimes take a step back close our mouths and just watch God's hand move in our life at maximum capacity, right? We, we always stand in need of something from God, whether it's peace, whether it's, you know, maybe having a child, um, maybe it's healing, maybe it's, maybe it's just anything in general. I don't know, whatever it is that you may be standing in need of that you've probably been praying for for years. And you're probably feeling like, uh, God's not really answering this right now, so I'm just gonna move on, right? I'm just gonna move on. I'm just gonna count this as an L because he's not answering it. Well, wow, like I said, all along, he, he probably has plans in the future to answer it, just not right now. So we're gonna see how Zachariah responds to this because one thing I do want you guys to take into consideration um, is that, and you, and, and you will see this, if you go into the Bible and you do some studying on of your own, you'll see that it is assumed that now that Zachariah is in his um, latter days, he is now not praying to conceive a child or to have a child anymore with Elizabeth. He is now praying for the heart of Israel to be turned back to God. He is praying salvation for Israel. He is praying for repentance um, for Israel so that way, you know, they can be saved. They can be in the direction that God wants for them to be in. That is a prayer. So essentially what we're going to learn throughout reading this, this text is that Zechariah is getting a two for one deal. I mean, if that's not a two for one deal, I don't know what is, is, but let's go ahead and just dive right on into this thing. Right. Um, so like I said, I'm going to be reading out of the book of Luke chapter one, verse eight, and I'm going to be reading out of the new international version. Okay. And it reads once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you. And many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. Verse 16, he will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. 
and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Verse 18, Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. Verse 19, the angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Listen, that was a mouthful. And here's the part that, that tickled me a little bit is where um, Gabriel, the angel is saying to Zechariah in verse 20, and now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. It's the silent part and not being able to speak part that does a number on me. Because do you know how many times God were, has moved in my life and I've questioned every movement that he, he, he's made? Like, I, am, I don't know about you, but I know for me, I am a person that have to have things planned out. So getting into my walk with Christ some years ago, um, I definitely struggled and I still struggle with trusting God fully with something that I may have prayed about because now I'm having to give all control to God. I'm having to say, you know what, God, I'm removing myself out of the equation so that you can have full authority over this situation that I've prayed about. And sometimes that can be the hardest thing to do, especially when it's so unexpected that God comes in and starts to shift some things around. He starts to delegate things in a way that you're not used to. That's not your way. And it, it makes you pose a question of like, God, what are you doing? And how can I be sure of this? Like, I see things operating one way and you're doing things a whole nother way. And I feel like that's maybe how Zechariah felt when he asked that question of, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in her years. It's like, you know, like I didn't see my life being this way. This is how I feel Zechariah is looking at the situation or like intentionally, unintentionally responding to uh, this unexpected visitation from the angel Gabriel, right? He's probably like, listen, I, in my latter days, in my old age, I'm not expecting to conceive a child. <laughs> this was not a part of the plan. Like when me and my wife were, were praying about con con um, conceiving a child was when we were better suitable for the task. We were better prepared for it. Our bodies can handle it. This is what I'm thinking Zachariah is saying. You know what I mean? By asking this question of how can I be sure of this, right? And then posing the statement right after, 
um, by saying I am an old man and my wife is well along in years as if God doesn't as if, as if God doesn't already know that right we tend to ask questions and this is just a sidebar we tend to ask God questions he already know the answer to we tend to point things out that God has already been took into consideration right because we can be in a position where we are praying for something at one stage of our life and then because it doesn't happen, we think that it's not going to get answered. But God is just saying, this is not the appointed time that this prayer needs to unfold before you. I have this prayer designated for uh, for you to, to experience the unfolding of maybe five years, 10 years later down the road, or maybe when you just least expect it, or you feel like you're not equipped to handle that prayer, much like the position Zechariah was in along with his wife, right? Um, but you know, some like it, it, it really puts things into perspective because in that sense, it's like, well, if God is going to answer my prayer and it's not during the time that I'm praying about this specific thing, but then he answers it later on in life. Am I really ready for my prayer that I am praying about, um, to come to pass at a later time? Am I, or better yet? The question at hand is, are you really ready for what you prayed about no matter the timing, right? Because it could be that same day that God answers it, or it could be 50 years down the line, God willing. You know what I mean? So it just really all depends on how we we react to God answering our prayer when he feels like it is the appropriate time for that prayer to come to pass. So listen, y'all. Um, I had to sit back <laughs> and I had to really take a chill pill because I was laughing at the fact that from just one question Zachariah asked, which and I feel like he had every right to ask, okay, um, because he is an old man and his wife is an old woman. I mean, what man would want to see their wife that's like 70 something? I'm just assuming I don't really know the age um, spot on. But who wants to see their wife? I, I mean, I can only just put myself in my husband's shoes and just imagine what his response would be at 78 years old and me telling him, hey, babe, I'm pregnant. Like he will, <laughs> he will probably pass out, okay? He would, and I would too, because at that point, sis over here would be telling God, listen, I'm not built for this. You probably got the wrong individual. You probably got me mixed up with somebody else. But, you know, you just have to kind of relate to Zechariah in that way because it's like, you that's really unexpected. It's really unexpected. And it's not to say that he didn't want it. It's just to say he was a little um, thrown off by it, you know? So, but it again, it leads to the question of no matter what you pray about, like, are you legit ready for God to answer it at whatever timing, whatever phase you're at in life, whether you're in your young phase, your, your middle age phase or your old phase, like, are you ready for what's to come out of the prayers that you petitioned unto the ear gate of God? That's really what it is. That's what it boils down to. And not only that, but are you willing to trust God? Are you really, are you willing to trust God at the phase of life that you're in to know that God has it all worked out for your good? 
that God, everything that you're pointing out to God, everything that you're questioning God about, God already had this thing in the works. He just had it postponed. Okay, it's kind of like if you if you're going to a concert and the concert cancels, right? Because of let's say a storm or something. I don't know. It's not to say that they weren't it's not to say that those individuals that were putting on that concert weren't ready. It's just to say that well, it wasn't the time for it because there was a storm that was, you know, blowing trees over and blowing cars over whatever the situation at hand or how severe that storm may have been to stop that show or to stop that concert. So it's, it's like the same thing applies. Maybe it's, it's just not the time. It's not the time for, for God to, to unfold that prayer that you've been diligently praying about because he has it planned and set up in such a strategic way for you maybe later on in life. And later on could definitely very well, very well mean, you know, a week or a month or maybe a year down the line. You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to be like a whole big gap of like 10 years, 20 years, or maybe it could, who knows? I don't, because I'm not God. But I'm just saying, these are things to take into consideration, right? And I definitely had to take into consideration. And let me tell you, if all if I could be so honest with you right now, I had to take a step back, <laughs> back to this chill pill. I had to take a step back and swallow this chill pill because I turned around and I asked God, I said, after reading the scripture, I said to God, I said, why haven't you shut my mouth? Why haven't you given me a Zechariah moment? Because I know good and very well, I'd be quick to ask you all kinds of questions when I see things unexpectedly happening at a time that I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> like, I'm really, I, I don't think I'm ready for this right now. You know, and, and, and just to give you a little insight, like for instance, with my, with me getting married to my husband, right? I had a son prior to me and my husband's relationship, um, prior to me and my husband's marriage. And so when I got married to my husband, um, I knew right then and there that of course he took on, you know, my, our eldest Cameron, he took on uh, our son as his own, right? Like nobody can tell him that Cameron's not his own, right? But um, in doing so, it also, God laid it on me like, listen, that's great that he has, you know, Cameron and he claims Cameron at, to be his own son. But in my mind, I felt like I had to give him a seed that he can say he planted as well. Right. And I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Let me tell you, like my prayer before I, I came to know who my husband is and how God purposed him for me and for Cameron's life. I, I prayed that I was like, listen, God, I don't want a relationship. God, I don't want any more children. Like I'm good. This was a prayer that I prayed. Right. But then, and it's a little opposite. It's, it, it definitely is a little opposite, but then to see God unravel that prayer, um, in, in the way that he did when I got married to my husband, I then found myself praying that he gives me the heart to want to bear another child, to give my husband his own seed that he can say, you know, yeah, this is mine. Look at the biological features of, of, of this child in comparison to him or us or whatever, you know? 
so it's like okay at a point when me and my husband first got married i was like okay sure let's let's try it but then after it's like things started settling in and i was just like i don't mm -mm, i don't want <laughs> i don't want a child again I, I i think we should wait for a very long while i don't think i'm ready and all these types of things and lo and behold god was like listen that prayer that you allowed to hit my air gate where you said that you wanted another child th that's gonna happen and lo and behold here we are <laughs> we have a four-year-old together that he can compare we can all compare you know biological features and everything but it the reason why I put that in there is because at the time that I, I had an opportunity or I felt the need to pray about God giving me a heart to want to have another child, he did that. It wasn't right in that moment, though. It happened some years later. You know what I mean? So God has a way of structuring things out. And that's what I'm going to leave y'all with today, right? Sometimes we just have to hush and just let God do what he does best, right? Let him do what he do best because he's the only one that knows how everything is gonna unfold in the end. And regardless of what questions we ask, regardless of you know what response we give, at the end of the day, God is in control of it all. And sometimes, listen, I be like, <laughs> I need a Zachariah moment but i don't need it i don't need it in the way that god gave it to zachariah by just sending an angel his way and silencing him i just need a zachariah moment by just hushing my own mouth sitting back and let god unravel everything before my eyes and then at the very end just as um zachariah did when once elizabeth had given birth and god set his tongue free for him to be able to talk again all zachariah could do was just praise god those are the moments that we have to keen to those are the moments that we have to really lean into so that way god can know like listen my daughter she trusts me oh yeah she trusts me and i can get with it i can i can dig this right now you know and that will allow god to make it so much easier um, to want to step in and and do more and do more and do more not to say that he's not already that's not already in the plan but it just makes it a little easier I mean just think about it like if you're trying to do something for your child like for instance my four-year-old if I tell my four-year-old listen um, you know how you said you wanted to go to the indoor trampoline park or whatever like I'm gonna take you this weekend and it's like okay so his prayer has been answered essentially right but then in the midst of it it's like between wednesday and let's say saturday for example he's asking so mom when are we gonna go are we gonna go today are we gonna go tomorrow like what time are we gonna do what time are we gonna go can i bring my friend can i you know is grandma gonna come is dad gonna be there blah 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 and all these questions it makes it harder for you to think about how you're gonna structure this day out because before you have room to think about how the day is gonna go you have all these questions bombarding you i feel like that's like the perfect example of what god goes through with me from time to time when he's trying to bless me let me tell you something let me just drop this nugget in because we're we already at the conclusion of episode four i'm just i'm just gonna let you know that but i want to drop this nugget in sometimes our mouths can be the very thing that can hinder us from experiencing an on-time blessing. Oh my gosh, like that hit me to my core, sis. Yes, 
sometimes our mouths can be the interference to us experiencing an on-time blessing because we're not allowing God that opportune time to come in and do it. It's like, okay, you know what? All these questions, I'm just gonna wait until she's done. That's how I look at it. So if that didn't bless you and if that wasn't food for thought, sis, I don't know what is or what will bless you. But I pray and hope that this hits you in such a way that you will open up the Bible, you would read this scripture for yourself, and you would gain revelation and knowledge on your own and be able to you know, communicate with God and, and start building that relationship or start you know, refining that relationship that you already have. So with that being said, listen, this is the conclusion of episode four. I love that this sisterhood is being cultivated and that God is in the center of it. Listen, if you have yet to go on Facebook to follow, like, share, comment, whatever it is, please go and do so. It, search Woman in Light. I'm there. We're there. Woman in Light is there. We're there, sis. And not to mention, I just... Um, another page, an Instagram page for Woman in Light has been opened, y'all. It, it's there. So you guys can go check it out. Follow. Follow and tell somebody else about it. And if you have not yet already went to the website, please go to womaninlight.org. Check out the website. There you will get some backstory on how Woman in Light um, evolved and, and was birthed. You will be able to get access to the podcast there that are uploaded every Thursday. Okay, listen to that. Every Thursday for the duration of summer season. Okay, so every Thursday there's going to be a new episode and you can access it on the womaninlight.org webpage. Okay, and not only that, but there is a section that you can go in and you can communicate. You can interact with me. Drop in and say hello. I'm okay with that. Um, away from that, I love you. Okay, I pray and I hope the best for you for the week to come, for Sunday, whatever day, it doesn't matter. I pray and hope that God favors you and blesses your life and that when he's in the midst of working a new thing in your life, you're, you're, you're able to recognize that moment, hush your mouth and be able to sit back and take it all in and watch God's hand move in your life in such a dynamic way that is so undeniable. All you would have to do at the end of it is praise him. So with that, with that being said, God bless and I'll chat with you soon.